Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hello everyone, I'm Karis. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. This is your astrology cosmic superpower for the week beginning Sunday, February 25th through Saturday, March 2nd, 2024. Let's journey together with astrology and explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. So the Celestial Starry Show this week is bringing us some lovely things to see. To begin with, on Sunday, February 25th, the moon is Apogee. It's the farthest away from the earth. So when the moon is wandering out there too too far away for our comfort, the moon stay connected. Make a point of staying connected to your feelings and your emotional body. Now on February 28th, we have Mercury is at superior conjunction. And when Mercury is in superior conjunction, not visible from our vantage point, basically means that from our viewing, Mercury is so far away in the glare of the sun on the other side of the sun that we don't see Mercury. So we have to pay attention to our thinking and clarity. Mercury is also in its detriment right now in Pisces, which I will get to. Also on February 28th, we have the fixed star Spica, the sweetest star of the heavens. Spica is a bright star in the constellation Virgo. And Spica is situated visible about 1.5 degrees south of the moon on this date. This is providing a splendid celestial sight. As we are closing out February and moving into the month of March, Venus, the queen of heaven, is on display for the entire month and she's a brilliant morning star sitting low in the southeast sky. Sunday, February 25th, we are starting off the week having just had the full moon at five degrees Virgo. Now, when we go from full moon to last quarter moon, this is harvest time, meaning what have you gained? What are you harvesting from the full moon in Virgo, which is about common sense? Virgo is an earth sign. Feet on the ground, being present, common sense. What are you reaping? What are you harvesting? What you can gain and get from this full moon that we just had is a greater awareness in your life where you are not being realistic, where you are lying to yourself, where you're deluded. Again, Virgo is about just give me the science, the facts, the cold, hard truth. This is the full moon in Virgo. So for instance, as an astrologer all the time, I hear from female clients does he love me? Does he love me? Does he love me? Is he going to call? When's he going to call? When is he going to call? Most readings are about love anyway, love and relationship. When the guy hasn't called you in two years, <laughs> the answer to that is no, he doesn't love you. He hasn't called in a couple of years. Get real about what's really happening. Now, as ridiculous as that might sound, it's connected to this full moon in Virgo, meaning use common sense. When someone hasn't called you, they're not calling, they're not going to call. 
Isn't it just basic common sense that no, they don't love you and they're not going to call? But you would be surprised perhaps to know how many people still live in that delusion that it's just not going to happen. That ship has sailed. I just read for someone the other day that was married briefly. The marriage was a nightmare. I don't have to go into details. It's been over for a couple of years. And she will still ask, will I hear from him? Are we getting back together? So this denial factor, to go back to the full moon in Virgo, this denial factor of what is the reality, it is what it is. And to lie to yourself about the reality of what it is. The full illumination of the Virgo full moon is mirroring back to us where in your life, like Virgo, do you need to look at the cold, hard, down-to-earth, common sense facts of the matter and use more common sense. Now, Virgo just happens to be the sign of harvest time. When you look at the symbol of Virgo, and it's the maiden separating the wheat from the poison, Virgo takes away that which is false and fake, that which is poisonous, toxic to us, and keeps what is healthy. Virgo also rules over their digestive tract. What are we putting in the body? into us that is good for us? What do we need to throw away because it's poison? It's toxic. Now you can look at that from the full moon in Virgo lesson, spiritually, emotionally, physically, psychologically, all across the board. What you are harvesting, hopefully, from just having had this full moon in Virgo, is where in your life do you need to get really real, down-to-earth, basic common sense, which isn't so common as we know. And this is the full moon to the last quarter moon cycle of the month, meaning it's the harvest time, the teaching, learning cycle of the moon's monthly cycle. Also on this Sunday, February 25th, we still have the moon in Virgo, and the moon in Virgo is making an opposition, a separation aspect to Neptune in Pisces. So this is the full moon process of sorting through confusing emotions and bringing in more clarity and common sense. Remember today, the moon is apogee. It's the furthest away from the earth, which means make a point of getting in touch and staying in touch with your emotions and sorting through the ones that are hurting you, confusing you, are toxic to you. Full moon in Virgo. The full moon in Virgo reflects back to us and asks the question, are you at least a little less stupid in your life? Have you gained any kind of greater common sense? Monday, February 26th, we have the moon entering cardinal air Libra. Now with the moon in Libra, which is what we need, 
we need to get something started and initiated in the area of love, romance, and relationship. Libra being ruled by Venus. Now, this moon in Libra makes an air trine flow to Pluto in Aquarius, a fellow air sign. Libra and Aquarius both being in the element of air. Now, the moon trine Pluto is... The moon trine Pluto is ride or die. Pluto is the god of the underworld. Pluto is life, death, transformation. Pluto doesn't play. Pluto with the moon in Libra is the communication of you may want a relationship that's unique and different, Aquarius, but are you ready to be in that type of relationship? A relationship with Pluto is going to be intense. It's going to be sexual. It's going to be real on so many levels, including loyalty. Common sense says, are you ready to be in this type of relationship? A relationship, moon trine Pluto, that is all or nothing, all chips on the table, ride or die. The moon in Libra makes that trine flow to Pluto in Aquarius. The moon in Libra then makes an inconjunct aspect to the sun in Pisces. Now, the moon in conjunct the sun in Pisces is the question of, are you really emotionally ready for that kind of relationship? And or do you want that kind of a relationship? There's no judgment here. Everybody has different needs and different things that they are looking for in relationship. Moon in Libra. But the moon in Libra at least wants to get something initiated in a new chapter in your relationship that you may already be in or looking to find a new relationship. So with the moon in aspect to the sun, Pisces, mutable water, emotions that are shifting and changing all of the time. This is a common sense question to ask, which is, one, what kind of relationship do you want to be in? You may not want the intensity and depth and sexuality of a Pluto. So know what it is that you want, and the moon in Libra is figuring this out, trying to make the adjustments and adaptions in aspect to the sun in Pisces might not want it the way Pluto in Aquarius is going to be all or nothing ride or die so the moon in Libra is figuring this out trying to make the adjustments and changes to see what kind of relationship is a great relationship for you but when it involves when it involves Pluto that is intense to say the least tuesday february 27th we still have the moon and cardinal air libra and the moon in libra now makes an air trine flow to the two cosmic lovers of the zodiac venus and mars moon trine mars and aquarius the moon in libra making an air trine flow to venus in aquarius so the desire for this love and passion and romance is emphasized here moon trine venus and mars in the element of air brings in the relationship that you seek air is the mind its concepts it's believing that you can have that kind of relationship it's taking the action the movement which is air 
to go after that kind of relationship. So after the moon makes that trine flow to Venus and Mars, the two cosmic lovers of the zodiac, then we have the moon making an opposition to Chiron in Aries. Now, after having made the decision that you're going to have a great relationship, the belief that it can come into your life, and of course it can and will, the moon opposition, Chiron in Aries, brings up the issue of self-esteem. Chiron in Aries is the sense of self-worth. Aries, I am. What you see is what you get. Aries is the newborn baby. They haven't learned to hate themselves yet. They haven't been taught, socialized and conditioned to be ashamed of themselves yet. So the moon going back to what we need, what we're hungry for, making this opposition to Chiron and Aries, which is the sense of this is me, Aries, I am in its purest, unadulterated state brings in the energy of do you have the self-esteem to have the kind of relationship that you seek and want at the end of the day when all is said and done your sense of believing in yourself your sense of self-esteem self-worth is crucial <laughs> it's necessary to having a great relationship because if you're going into a relationship which I hear all of the time bringing your wounds and unmet needs from the past to the relationship with the expectation that person is going to fix me then obviously that does not make for a great relationship Chiron, the wounded healer, is symbolic of where our greatest woundedness has taken place, but also where our greatest healing can take place. When the Chiron is in Aries, this brings up all kinds of things having to do with looks, image, body issues, how ashamed of yourself you may or may not be. Moon made a trine to Pluto. It's raw and it's real. Now the moon making an opposition to Chiron in Aries is do you have the self-esteem, the self-worth to be raw, naked, and real? Because if there is still work to do, and there is always still work to do, it's a lifelong process. It's not like one day we just say, oh, the, the work is over. <laughs> it's a process. But making the assessment of how ready are you to bring the best version of yourself, for yourself first, of course, but to a relationship. So whether it's consciously or unconsciously, if you're going into a relationship or looking for relationship, looking for love in all the wrong places, expecting, seeking that that other person is there to be your therapist, your doctor, to fix you, to take the, the brunt of your emotional trauma, 
Well, that's your relationship made in hell right there. And the full moon harvest time cycle that we're in right now is not going to put up with that for very long. It just doesn't make good common sense to do that to yourself and another person. You're not ready to be in a great relationship. Wednesday, February 28th, we've got the sun in Pisces making a conjunction to Mercury and its detriment in Pisces. We've got Mercury in Pisces making a conjunction to Saturn in Pisces. And then we've got the sun in Pisces making a conjunction to Saturn in Pisces. Now, all of this is a block. It's a no. When you get a no in life... You're being directed or redirected, we could say, to something that is meant for you, better for you. The sun is the ego. And when it's in a water sign like the sun in Pisces right now, there is a lot of feeling and emotion involved in what the ego wants. Mercury in Pisces, is it's in its detriment. It's the furthest away from making a very wise decision and choice. There's Mercury in Pisces conjunct Saturn in Pisces. The Saturn is the boundary. And sometimes boundaries are not there to block you. They're there to protect you by blocking you. The sun conjunct Saturn can be a huge ego turf war. So remember with this day, which is Mercury's day, use your mind and Mercury is in superior conjunction. It's not visible. Think this through. Whatever in your life you're going through and wanting really badly and you feel like your ego is demanding this and there's a lot of emotion behind it remember the planet mercury is out of view right now it's in superior conjunction mercury is in its detriment it's the furthest away it's in exile from clear wise thinking and decision making and of course always remember that when you get the no you're being redirected to something that is meant for you. So many times when it seems like everything is just going wrong throughout the day, the magic is happening because you are being divinely guided. You may be having a day or a moment where you think everything, <laughs> everything is going wrong. I'm just getting no's all over the place. And you're being redirected to something that is meant to be something for you. On this day, the 28th, if you are feeling, what what the heck is going on? I'm just getting told no's and blocked all over the place. Just try to trust a little bit that a lot of times, that's when the magic is happening. That's when you know the universe has a wonderful sense of humor and it's up to something. And so I don't know if you've had these moments in your life. I'm sure that you've had. But I've had a few of these moments in life where it seems like everything is just going wrong. Yet it's guidance, celestial guidance, where 
I'm supposed to be someplace else at the appropriate time and destined place and time. So this is Wednesday, February 28th. Just go with it, whatever is happening. Accept the no's and allow yourself to be redirected to your destiny. Thursday, February 29th, we've got the moon now in her fall in fixed water Scorpio. And with the moon in her fall of Scorpio making a water trine flow to Mercury in its detriment in Pisces. Moon also makes a water trine flow to Saturn in Pisces, the Sun in Pisces, in opposition to Jupiter in Taurus, and a square to Mars in Aquarius. This day is just, it's mushy, it's messy, it, it's, it's the water splashing around all over the place without clear boundaries, especially with the moon in Scorpio, trine Mercury in Pisces. Remember, a trine is easy. It, it, it allows something to happen without a lot of effort. Now, with these cosmic energies, be very mindful of not revealing too much, if anything, about how you feel. With all of this water, that has to do with boundaries and certain structures needing to be in place because water wants to be directed just like the banks on the side of a river that direct where and how the water should go and how the water should be contained. So with these aspects here, blurting out how you feel about something, big over-the-top demonstrations of emotion is actually not the way to go with these cosmic energies. Water, as I always say, is healing, it's purification, it's certainly creative, it's wonderful for the imagination where you can allow your creativity and emotions to go anywhere they want to go. But to take that and put that on another person on this day is not the best way to direct these cosmic energies. Getting all caught up in this emotion and making an impulsive emotional decision, hey, let's run off to Las Vegas and go through the marriage drive through is not the way to go on this Thursday, February 29th, which is also the leap year day where classically, traditionally, women were allowed to ask men to get married on this day. So, oh God, be careful. It's an emotional day, to say the least. Friday, Venus's day, it's March 1st. Happy March Madness. Now, on this day, we still have the moon in her fall in Scorpio. But on Friday, we have the moon in Scorpio making an opposition. That's a separation breakup aspect to Uranus in Taurus. So, you wouldn't want an impulsive emotional decision that you made on Thursday to end up on Friday like a 24-hour marriage with this moon in Scorpio making an opposition to Uranus sudden and abrupt endings in divorce on Friday. Oops, what did we do? 
Now we have to get out of this thing. Whatever impulsive emotional decision you may be inclined to make without thinking it through, on Thursday, Friday is the wake-up call with, now how do I get out of this? With the moon in her fall making that opposition, Uranus in Taurus. This can also play out financially because Taurus and Scorpio are the money signs of the Zodiac. Saturday, March 2nd, we are closing out the week and moving into the month of March with the moon entering the sign of Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter. Now, the moon in Sagittarius makes a sextile aspect of opportunity with a favorable outcome to Pluto in Aquarius. This blending of air and fire and the air feeds the flames of desire and fire. This is a very feel-good, feeling lucky, optimistic aspect to close out the week. It's the energy of, yes, go for it with faith that you are going to win, can win, and it's taking a chance in some area of your life that you've been wanting to take a chance on. Nice way to end up this week and begin the month of March. Moon in Sagittarius is that desire to dream big, to reach for the stars. And as Oscar Wilde once said, yes, we are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking up at the stars. Thank you, everyone. Have a fabulous week, and I will see you all in the stars.